What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 244 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name's Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. What up? And Shelly Nolan. Hello. This week, we're geeking out about Fortnite. LJ, is that right? Yes, it's true. <laughs> All right. HBO's release schedule and the plague. But we don't mean COVID. We mean the other plague. Another famous one. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, I guess before we get into the podcast, you guys have probably seen everywhere the Spotify, I think they're calling them wrap-ups. Yes. And yes. we got ours, which are pretty cool, 10 countries. So, hello to everyone not in the United States. And uh, Spotify specifically told us to say hello to our Australian friends. Uh, <laughs> their words. Because we've grown in the United States for listeners, followers, and stuff. Uh, but we've actually grown more in Australia. And... Uh, it didn't really. It wasn't very specific about the numbers. It just said that we grew more mm-hmm. in Australia than we've grown here in the United States. Uh, that's crazy. So, yeah. Good eye mites. Oh no! That's, that's they're all, all gonna stop listening. And now. they're like, no more. <laughs> like, we yeah. Oh, and this is just for Spotify. Like we have much more stats on Podbean, which are, is our actual host site. Yeah. Um, but Spotify is just Spotify a small section of that. Aesthetic. Okay, yes. they got like the, the cool graphics. And we just joined Spotify. Was it this year or was it last year? It was it was like late last year because I was confused okay. by how the wrapped thing said we only had like 41 episodes on there. And I right. thought that, I th- and it made me think like, oh, well, that's when we started. But it meant for the year, you said. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, the Australian thing caught me because this is something that I don't know if anyone, I don't know how many people would know besides like my mom anymore. Uh, I actually was convinced when I was a kid that I was going to move to Australia and like work <laughs> for Steve Irwin. The... Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I what cried real tears when he passed away. Oh, uh, yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. So Australia's got a special place in my heart. I was like, that's cool. What's cool is I can probably think of maybe a few people, especially like from the community that probably do listen in, uh, from that area. So like we definitely have community members from that area so so that's awesome to we to see the support you. there yeah we also appreciate you if you don't if you're not in australia we appreciate all of our listeners all of you. it's yes. just an interesting stat like it's just it's fascinating yeah mm-hmm. for sure you're all awesome even if you live in the united states <laughs> hey if you are from australia though let me know message me get a hold of me on twitter something and be like what well, I want to say good day again, but I already made that joke. So, yeah, say, they're gonna say hello, tweet at you, and tell you how bad your impression was. So, <laughs> I won't try again. All of my Australian comes from Steve Irwin, and uh, um, I'm a more tie the Tasmanian tiger, but he's Tasmanian, wouldn't he be? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ah, uh, moving on. Wait, what are you guys? <laughs> you guys have been playing. <laughs> Go ahead, LJ. Um, so, the first game I've been playing, I've actually been playing for review, and it is Empire of Sin, and this is a mafia-style, like, Sounds very sim Christian. St- strategy game. Well, yeah, it's the seedy underbelly of, like, 1920 Chicago, and it's centered around okay. the mafia, like, mafia-type t- themes and stuff, like the Al Capone is era. Al Capone in it? Yes. 
He's literally that's yeah, cool. He could play as him, but so the idea is that you're running uh, this gangster empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, there's there's like you know obviously you got to make money, and the biggest things you can run are breweries, uh, speakeasies, casinos, and brothels. <laughs> and depending on what like general what leader you pick, um, you have certain bonuses in in those commodities and stuff. And it's got XCOM-like strategy combat combined with some, like, civilization-like strategy stuff. So, like, if you go and attack another person's, um, like, one of their uh, rackets, they'll be like, uh, a thing will pop up and they'll be like, hey, like, you know, what, you know, what are you doing? And they'll, they'll want to have a sit down with you. And so you can have sit downs with your enemy members and you can like make allies or make enemies so um basically you come into my house you want to talk to me (laughs) yes and so basically basically one of the guys um he's like uh you know like what do you think you're doing you know like you know going after one of my rackets and then so it also has voice dialogue uh, which is cool too it's like not great but so i my response was basically like I don't know what you're talking about, you know, like, <laughs> and so right, I got an idea. you end up with like gang war. You can like have gang wars with these different, um, gangs as well. Um, apparently there's a setting where you can choose how big you want the city to be. Cause I think part of it's like pre-generated or whatever. Um, but it, it's really cool. It's, it's one of those things where I don't think it's very deep, but it's deep enough for me. Like, you can recruit other people to like be part of your little squad, your little entourage, because there's combat and it's turn-based, uh, like XCOM, pretty much exact. But there was one time where I recruited a guy, and uh, one of my other people left, and they said it was because I didn't complete this quest for her. I'm like, oh, oops. But then when I went to, went to look at all this list of people I re- could recruit, it said that she left my party because I recruited this other character. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I didn't know that, or else I wouldn't have recruited him because... Huh. I already had her like leveled up and she was already like starting to like and she was really good like I like you can I was about to like promote her and stuff too because you can promote them to like different positions uh in in your in your in your mob and stuff and it was really cool it graphically looks way better than I thought it would too yeah I'm and you can actually walk around images. in the world which I was also surprised nice. uh, I thought it, I thought it was just one of those things where it's like you're going to click into these areas and then it's going to zoom in to like the combat or whatever, but you can actually walk around and, uh, yeah, there's, there's so much to it. Um, yeah. Um, so it's really cool. Um, it's from the creator of doom, John Romero and his wife, both yeah. I guess, are developers on the game and their company Romero games. Uh, so yeah, it was provided straight from Paradox Interactive, so uh, it was pretty cool to acquire that. Yeah. And cool. and then um, I also play have been playing a lot of Fortnite. Uh, maybe we can <laughs> uh, maybe we can talk more about it when we talk about the news. But um, I started season five, and there's a lot of craziness going on there with the characters and such. Uh, the Mandalorian is one of the first characters you can get in season five. Uh, craziness to get all of his armor you have to you can play through the the battle pass and complete these challenges so like right now i have just like a shoulder piece or whatever and so Mm -hmm. like i'm working on getting the other shoulder piece but you can get all that armor plus uh towards the end is you get uh 
baby Yoda on, like that floats like behind his back oh in, my God. in his little pod. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. So um, yeah, the Marvel stuff hooked me enough, and the season five uh, stuff was was interesting enough. Not not just because of Mando, but just the theme around it is is what uh, kept me going. And I've played I've been playing it a lot. So. But yeah, we can talk more about that when we get to the news. Also, we know that he has a name, uh, but we're not going to give it away on the podcast. So, baby Yoda for now, people. Don't add us. I'm going I, I always to... liked yogurt. I thought that was kind of cute. Yogurt. <laughs> That's a Spaceballs reference, totally. <laughs> it's just cute, though. Yogurt. Yeah. Um, That's funny. Yeah, the, I was the... going to say, I bet you Screen Rant and other movie sites have probably already dropped tons of spoilers by now. So. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> well, that's why we are your trusted source yes. of pop culture news. We definitely <laughs> won't accidentally drop any spoilers. Never. <laughs> We've done that before. We never. We usually cut things out. We've never done that. Yes. Never listen that. live. Uh, just kidding. If you want to listen live, you can give at gigseries.com slash giving, and you can listen live. But there might be spoilers if you do that. <laughs> it's happened before. I was going to say, it's kind of crazy that Rocket League, this isn't in the news, they announced the season two. That game's been out for so long. Oh, It's weird to even call it season two. Well, it's because they did the... Uh, not that they did a chapter two thing, but now Epic also owns them. So basically, Epic is like owning my... Oh... My, okay. So Epic is totally owning my games to service life now too because I'm playing. I also play a lot of Rocket League when I can as well. So <laughs> these two games, yeah. So we're gonna are have, taking attention okay. away from my backlog. The little bunny thing looked cool. Little like, yeah, so, so DJ. I need to actually look and see what that what that season has because I'm probably also about to give. I've been giving Epic a lot of money recently. <laughs> the the daredevil skin the kratos skin were both like 20 bucks each for like everything and then i what? bought the battle pass yeah That's so much well because you get the skins the the like weapons and then like all the other crap like it's yeah it's it's you literally got much. listeners right now going no lj no i know <laughs> don't they're, they're do it gonna, they're probably gonna unsub because i play fortnite now so. feed the machine i am <laughs> cool well, Shelly, I know that you were really enjoying Egg of Calamity recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Age of Calamity. <laughs> Has that changed your since expert. the last time we talked? Your... Well, so here's the thing. It's still a fun game. It's still a fun okay. game. I did beat it. So everyone knows I, I, I beat the game. Haven't done any of the post-game stuff, but I don't really feel the need to um and i i will not i'll try my best not to like spoil anything like crazy but i do want to give sort of (laughs) i i do want to um sort of give a warning for people who are still maybe thinking about picking it up um i i personally have a lot of friends and, and i thought about too about um like what's why get the game like a lot of people are just thinking about getting it for the story because they loved Breath of the Wild. They love the story of Breath of the Wild. And this is takes place 100 years before during that war. Um, with And you get to take a closer look at the champions and sort of the relationships and things like that. 
which seems really cool, and it is really cool. Um, but I just want to kind of give, give a warning for everyone out there who who's still thinking about getting it for the story. Um, don't. Do not. So, so in the words of Luke Skywalker, this is not going to go the way you think. Yeah, and uh, for me personally, that was a really bad thing. Um, I know for some people who played, um, they they liked it. They thought it was fine. It didn't worry them or it didn't um, sort of ruin their experience. It kind of ruined my experience a little bit. Um, basically, it's uh, Nintendo sort of, uh, and of course I have many problems with Nintendo right now, which we'll, we can maybe talk about later. Um but basically, in advertising this game, they, they said quite a few times, like, this is canon, this takes place 100 years before Breath of the Wild during that war, this is the story, this is what happened. Um, really giving off that impression. Um, but I'm just going to tell you right now, it's not what happened. It scrambled your expectations. <laughs> Stop with the egg pot! <laughs> Sorry, that's probably going to be I think they're excellent. <laughs> can't do this i can't do this i, I none of they're these exactly what i wanted to do have anything to do with why i'm upset about the story no sirree <laughs> no one who's played the game knows exactly like what's happening here. It's, it has nothing to do with a little egg-shaped robot so absolutely what nothing. you're saying is when you got the game you thought it was gonna be the perfect over medium egg but then you got into it and when it was time to flip oh it just broke and Everything spilled all over, and all your expectations were just okay. <laughs> you know what? Fine. That that's a fairly okay. That's a fairly okay analogy. I'm upset with the eggs, <laughs> but you know what? They really did have me in the first half. I will say that. They me in the first half. Um, At least we're getting this still... all out, so it's not a runny joke through the whole podcast. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Y'all can't just team up on me while I'm ranting. <laughs> sorry, okay. sorry. Keep going. Keep going. I'm. We are being a little extra. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Dead. Shelly's going to be like, now. click. She's going to hang up from the call. Like, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> Bye, guys. This is actually my last day on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> man. My decision today. Um, <laughs> okay, we'll stop. We'll stop. But anyway, but yeah. yeah, I'm just saying I, it's still fun. The gameplay's still fun. Like, it's still fun to play. Um, but I just kind of had this thought that, um, and, and they really made it sound like it's a Warriors game because that's the best way to express a wartime scenario, which I still think is correct. But I I thought it would be a little different from other Warriors games and some of the ridiculousness that happens in other Warriors games. But I'm going to tell you that it is a Warriors game. It's just... It is a Warriors game. Not what it's all cracked up to be? No, it's not! Uh, I mean, uh, I just thought of another one. That was my last one. one. I promise. I thought of another one, I of another one but I, I, I held back Where's really hard. Joe? It was going to be, a, would you say that little robot is a I deviled egg? Okay, we need to give you at least two minutes to summarize again because we're probably taking them way out of this conversation. Yeah. Age of Age Calamity. It's not what you think it is. That's all. At least it's probably not what you think it is. That's what I'm going to tell the people of the listeners, cool. the public. I'm going to continue talking about video games I played because it's connected <laughs> and there's no more eggs. We'll be good. <laughs> I don't trust you. So, and I, I mean, I, I mentioned this before, 
Uh, I talked about how excited I was to play Breath of the Wild after Age of Calamity. And I did do that. I did start up a new game of Breath of the Wild. A master mode game, because I didn't want to lose my um, my original game. Because you can only have one game, which is annoying. Like, per mm-hmm. profile, I guess. I could have played on a new profile, but that's kind of annoying. Um, you can have a normal and- game and a new game plus going at the same time, though? You can have... Uh, I don't know about new game plus. You can have master mode going at the same time. Okay. Well, master, yeah. Like, you can have a master mode yeah, and a normal mode. It's not really Because you can have multiple, yeah, like, the, okay. the, That's true. It is the sort of harder mode. Um, okay. And what I do appreciate from... There's still things I appreciate about Age of Calamity, and there's still things I think improve Breath of the Wild's experience. I think um, Breath of the Wild, you sort of feel so incredibly isolated, and I think playing Age Calamity right before playing Breath of the Wild again really cements that in a way that's, like, different. Because um, when you're just playing Breath of the Wild, it's like, oh, wow, there's, like, no one around. That's super weird, but we're just going to do our own thing. Whereas, um, you know, in Age of Calamity, you do get to see Hyrule sort of in its heyday. I guess not heyday, but, like, right, right after its heyday, where there's still people around. There's still, like very alive cultures there's still lots and lots of people um and there's still a kingdom and there's you know you see link you see the type of person he acts like you see how incredibly strong he is and um you see a sort of relationship really deep in deep relationship with zelda and other characters his relationship with impa his relationship with like everyone um and it's like all of that's lost in breath of the wild and it's like really sad but really mm. like cool i think it makes the story even better because once you run to impa for the first time she's like oh do you remember me and she's like oh wait you you definitely don't same with like pura she's like oh it's linky like what's up and link's like i have no idea who you are you're just a kid <laughs> um and she's like oh I, I put you in the, i put you in the uh you know the pool of the resurrection the shrine of resurrection and everything and you don't remember um and I don't know. So I do think, like, it still makes the Breath of the Wild experience better, um, in my personal opinion. I still think it was worth cool. it to play. Um, but Breath of the Wild is just so much better. It's just such a better game. Oh my gosh. It's just so good. Like, it's amazing how much how well it's still held up now. Like, it's not a new game, and it's still, like, just amazing. But I'm realizing it's like, I just want to yeet around. I don't want to do any of the shrines. I don't want to do any of the Divine Beasts. I just want to, like... Yeet around. <laughs> I just want to yeet around. That's all I want to do. Um, What's that other like, game that people are playing? Phoenix right now. No, yeah, it's um, like no, it's a Breath of the Wild knockoff. Genshin Impact. Genshin. Genshin Impact. That's all I started doing. I was I was like getting up at top places and then soaring around, and that's how I got bored of the game yeah. though, because it's not as impressive as Breath mm. of the Wild. For, yeah, right. you can do tons of stuff in Breath of the Wild besides climbing. Yeah. You can also do that. And there's more um, to see Breath of the Wild. There wasn't much to jump off of yeah yeah that's true there's a lot there's a lot to see you can if you see something you go there essentially and um yeah and of course i'm playing on master mode too so that just makes it a lot harder (laughs) like it's been a while since i played and so now i'm playing master mode and it's just like crazy how it's like this this crazy transition from link in age of calamity who could just destroy fields and fields of enemies like including really strong enemies like lionels and hinoxes and um you know, just so, like, all of this army, and he could just take him on, like, essentially by himself, like, he doesn't really need that much help. And then, mm. and then I start Breath of the Wild, I can't even take on one Bokoblin, because they just kill me in one <laughs> hit. 
And it's like this very visceral image of like, oh yeah, all of your power's been sapped. You really do have to earn it back. And you have to earn it back to get the Master Sword again. You have to earn it back to, you know, be able to face Ganon. And um, I don't know. I guess like what I'm trying to say is that Age of Calamity really shows you this this very real image of what was lost mm. in this in this transition of a hundred years to age, uh, to Breath of the Wild. And that's something you don't really get out just playing Breath of the Wild. So it was still a worthwhile experience for me. But um, again, if if you really wanted to play Age of Calamity for the story, just be careful. Because um, it's not going to be what you want it to be, probably. I, I did try the demo. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, I did try the demo. And I did like how, last time you talked about how they handled the map, I did like how they, they handled that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because um, it's the same same map. You don't get to like explore everything because it's not an explorer game like Breath of the Wild, but it, it still shows you like, yeah, this is a real world. This is all very mm-hmm. interconnected and there's life. There's lots of life and um, interaction, you know? So mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild, such a good game. Um, mm-hmm. If you have played Age of Calamity and you love it, that's awesome. Uh, if you feel the same way as me, if you if you really were disappointed, sort of the way it went, um, you could talk to me because I know how, how I know how it feels. Just saying, <laughs> you can tweet. It sounds tweet like you me. need a support group. I do. I don't have any other friends who have played this game or they're playing that haven't finished it, so I don't get to rant to anyone else about it. So that's it that's my spoil because there's a lot of spoilers that make me upset i just i'm not going to talk about them so. <laughs> right not going to talk about them that's all i've played cool i i've played Valhalla apparently a lot more than some of the others on our team yeah it's kind of what i do though i just take a game and then i like obsess over it for a few months especially assassin's creed i feel like you're super into assassin's creed the theme i haven't played one in a while but i'm really like into Valhalla. Okay because of the yeah i guess i, I guess the theme that's true is it's more of your yeah. shtick i'm cursed the last one i played shtick. was black flag so it's been a while oh um, okay yeah I didn't but i'm really that. enjoying the rpg aspects i think like witcher 3 kind of really opened up that genre for me a little bit hmm. so i feel like if you end up liking that one you should check out maybe oh you, you didn't you say you tried like odyssey or something at, at one point no an RPG oh, okay. that I tried that I wasn't a fan of was Inquisition. Um, oh, okay. And that's one that I'm thinking I should maybe revisit just because uh, I didn't Dragon like Age? Witchers. Yeah. It's oh. a very different game than The Witcher different. or Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Is it? Okay. Yeah. I played yes. a little it's, bit of that. It's and more was like, I don't understand what's going on. I don't care anymore. It's also and like, I had the same yeah, thing with Witcher 3. Serious. I just kept playing enough that I understood what was going on. Like gameplay wise. I, I like didn't I understand what I was doing at first. Gotcha. If you like Valhalla, yeah, you should check out Origins and Odyssey, I think, because now those are on yeah. deep sales. Um, so if right. you want more meaty games like that for really cheap, uh, you could check those out. Yeah, I've heard Odyssey is amazing. I've heard Origins is amazing, too. Um, I like Origins even better than Odyssey, personally, but that's just me. Yeah. I I like them. I It's kind of like an RPG light, though, Western RPG light, compared to Witcher 3. So that part, mm-hmm. I'm less okay with. Like, I wish it was a little bit more uh, to the the skill tree and, I don't know, the way the armor works and stuff. There's there's definitely things mm-hmm. that I wish they were more in-depth with just because Witcher 3 had 
such a tailored experience for your play style, which is really cool. I think uh, if you want more loot, Origins and Odyssey also offer more loot. They definitely pared that down with Valhalla, for sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, I really like the skill trees and stuff in Witcher. There was really kind of like three different trees of things that you were doing. Mm-hmm. You had an actual skill tree, and then you had um, like your alchemy palettes, and then like the way that your armor was set up. There was a lot to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have the same complaints that I did, but I'm loving it, so the complaints are very small, obviously, because I am um, probably halfway through the story, I would assume, based on my level, based on the, the level caps, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a third of the way through the story, um, and enjoy it. Right now, I've hit a roadblock, so that's something to keep in mind. You can't just like run through the story like you can a lot of games anymore. Uh, there are points where you will be underleveled if you're just doing the story, so you have to go out and explore. Um, but I feel like I'm kind of in the minority there with the wanting to just V-line a story. Uh, I did that with Witcher. It made my friends very mm. mad because they were like, the whole game's about exploring. And I was like, it's a very long story, and I'm just trying yeah. to get through it. <laughs> I think finding the right balance, this, this is something that I think people that play open world games have struggled with for a long time is how much of the side stuff do you do before you keep moving on to the story and a lot of people mm-hmm. just get sucked into the stat into the side stuff and never finish uh skyrim yeah. um but yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah so what I, happened to me i didn't play i didn't finish skyrim i think i got yeah, to another thing where i was under leveled right sure. right i mean but yeah, yeah that's that's like the classic case so i i think there that people need to find a balance to to be able to explore some stuff, but then strengthen up, you know, to keep pressing on. So I think there's yeah. somewhere in there, there's a perfect balance. The side missions, besides being really goofy, there are some very emotional side quests in Valhalla as well. There's uh, some goofy stuff. <laughs> yeah, some real weird things. Uh, I just moved a bunch of poop out of a house so the kid could live there again because his dad thought that uh, cow poop would bring good luck. Wow, that's <laughs> so he was that should be house. funny, but I don't think I can laugh at that. It was goofy. That's... You could see this like green smoke coming out of the house. Oh. You could light it on fire to get it to go away for a minute. Wow. It was it was dumb fun, but uh, they're like also, I don't want to get the like the more emotional stuff away because it was really cool to walk into, uh, and just like it, it really brought you kind of into the world, which most of them mm. don't. But this one really like made it feel. It was very realistic, um, and it was very touching and sad. Uh, but yeah, I'm loving kind of the diversity on all these missions too. Cool. But yeah, like the game. It's cool. All right, uh, we'll get into the gaming news. LJ. Okay. Um, so I tried not to talk too much about Fortnite because we're gonna get into it a little bit uh, again. And it is the news that uh, data miners have found evidence that uh, Master Chief will likely be coming to the game. And so weird. This comes off the back of Kratos being put in it, um, which is so weird to be playing a Switch or an Xbox or a PC and playing as Kratos in a game. Him rocking Oh, I thought it some... was exclusive. Yeah. It's crazy. Nope. nope, not exclusive. And... Um, I mean, the Mandalorian's in it, as I said. Uh, there's You've DC characters. Captain America and, yeah. Marvel Aquaman. just had a big... Yeah. It's like Legos. 
you can get Thor to shoot Joker in the face or something. Like I don't know. Like it's just so weird. With a gun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like, so why that's does also, Thor have a gun? <laughs> it's almost like a kid playing with action figures. It's like, oh, I have these action figures, and I'm gonna give him a gun because it's all the weapon. It's all the plastic weapons I have. I'm gonna give this guy a gun, and I'm just gonna mash them together until one of them dies. You know, like that's kind of. Yeah. It's kind of what it is. Goofy and game. It it feels very much like a toy box in a lot of ways now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool. Yeah. I, I've enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I'm not saying like, oh, you need to go play this because I mean, hey, if you don't like Fortnite, you don't like it. Uh, I still don't like the building. I think the building is trash. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still I still have fun with it. Um, there's other characters that are rumored. Like I think there's some leak that uh, or some. I saw an article that it was like Predator being teased or whatever, and it was just something that some YouTuber was like, oh, hey, this connects. And I'm like, well, it's not actually real evidence to me. So I'm like, I, as a Predator fan, I honestly say I'd probably drop another 20 bucks on a Predator bundle. Um, <laughs> not going to lie. That, <laughs> so It's so weird, this game. Just like It's so yeah. hated in the gaming community, but obviously like that's the popular opinion. But a lot of, I mean, it's one of the biggest games out right now. It, people only hate on it because it's the cool thing to hate on, and that's kind of where I was at with it too. Like, I yeah. I still struggled with the idea of the way a lot of people choose to win is build a ten-story tall tower and just snipe at you. And the thing that I've tried to do is, you know, take a grenade or take stuff that I can actually tear down their towers with if they do do that. Mm-hmm. And then there's times where I've been close to the I've been pretty close to winning and not everybody is doing that strategy so i just really think that like i think it's yeah it's the cool thing to hate I'm taking on. notes now <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's the cool thing to hate on like and that's just kind of yeah. how it is it's like minecraft minecraft gets hated on a lot uh, just because it's the popular kids thing um like mm-hmm. uh i've said think... this before hey whether you're playing a mobile game or minecraft or fortnite mm-hmm. or whatever you were playing a game and you were enjoying it then enjoy Mm -hmm. it and don't let the like nonsense of real gamers i'm putting quotation marks on my fingers uh, Mm -hmm. tell you otherwise and and i've also been using it for uh virtual photography as well so that's been fun getting cool shots of mando and kratos Um, that's cool which that game doesn't even have a photo mode but it's got a replay system where you can literally go in and pause stuff and um so yeah, I don't, I've just been enjoying it so much, and it is just—they're getting all these licenses and just throwing them all in a pot together, kind of like a Lego Dimensions or like Disney Infinity kind of would, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's it's pretty wild. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and uh, the next pieces of news are, are are much smaller. We got some other big stuff coming from the Game Awards uh, on Thursday. Um, but so some smaller stuff we got going on here is uh, Scott Pilgrim finally has a release date, the video game that they're, that's being re-released. And that is coming January 14th, which is cool. Uh, that's a fun well, little I'm game. I'm really excited. I kind of yeah. forgot that that existed, but there was a while. I think the reason that I forgot about it is because I came to terms with the fact that I would never play that game again. Because it was I on think Xbox's <laughs> Marketplace. And then taken off, there was literally you'd have to buy an Xbox with it loaded on to play it. Yes, Ubisoft had published it, I think, uh, and it's a it's a beat 'em up. It's like a Double Dragon, River City Ransom kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so if you're a fan of Scott Pilgrim, I don't know Love if it's the got animation style. 
I don't know if it's got online co-op. I don't I don't remember if it did or not. I feel like my brother and I did played it that way. But um, if if you have a, a friend or two that you want to just play a, a good fun little beat 'em up game with, it's it's perfect. Cool. Yeah. Is there not a Switch release? Uh, I think it is a Switch release. Um, oh, I yes, think it yes. is. Kind of, yes. That's yeah, because it was when on. When is it coming out? January fourteenth. Cool. I might yes. look into that. For the Switch, yeah. I think that would be a fun Switch. Yeah. Game. It's probably going to be like anywhere from. I'm guessing it's going to be like twenty bucks, maybe twenty five. Like mm-hmm. fifteen would be a very cool low price, but I bet to me that sounds like a game they would charge like twenty dollars for, and anything more than yeah. that is cr- is crazy. Yeah, um, I wouldn't pay more than twenty. Because it's an indie game. It's a, or I guess it's technically an indie game, but it's like one of those high budget ones, you know. Like so, it's a. But it's old yeah. too. And it's just like a port. I'm assuming they're not going to like. Upres it. It's like I'm sure they had to do. They had to do some work. I'm sure. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um. And then the third piece of news is very cool. I failed to check this out when, when I got home from work. Uh, so I didn't have a lot of time between that and the podcast. Um, but apparently, if you go and try to play Cyberpunk right now, I, I don't know if they haven't said what platform this is even on. Uh, but apparently, if you've preloaded Cyberpunk and you go log in or try to start it up, I guess uh, Johnny Silverhand, uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, he's just kind of like sitting there and he said, he says, uh, he says, go back to sleep, Samurai. It's not December 10th yet. And <laughs> I think that is so cool. Like I, oh, like I'm kind of, I, I wanted to go check this out before the podcast so bad. Um, um, if you're listening to this on day one, on Wednesday of the podcast, you'll still be able to probably go check it out for yourself. Uh, where, depending on where you got it pre-ordered, but, um, cause it's going to drop, uh, like at midnight uh, thursday um so uh yeah if you get the chance and if you're hearing this soon enough um maybe go find out and see what see what it's like uh i unfortunately did not but i just think that is so that is so cool i also saw that they at least on steam i don't know about everywhere else but um they're like legal stuff that mm-hmm. they throw at you, like, because every game, there's, like, you know, legal jargon that they have to, they have to hit accept on. If you actually yeah. read it, it's, like, funny. They, like, oh, have commentary. And it's, oh, um... That's awesome. It's written in a, in a very entertaining way. Um, so... Good on them. Wants to check yeah. They can, too. Um, also, a fun thing, um, if you're a PC gamer and you really like CD Projekt Red, I forgot that that company owns good old games uh gog gog.com uh if you buy it from there they basically get all of that profit all of that money that you paid for it um versus like steam or like other platforms so um i know people are going to be playing it on steam but if you really want to support them i guess that's the way to go so yeah that's cyberpunk and i will be talking about it next week and taking lots of photos (laughs) because it's got a photo mode multiple people tagged me in that last week and they're like lj did you know about this and i was like yes and i was even more excited that that has become enough of a thing of mine that people are starting to let me know when this stuff comes up so it's awesome yeah yeah (laughs) you made it photo dude Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah there's plenty of us out there uh yeah so that's gaming news all right, we'll get into the movies. I was really excited. I got to go 
to the theater uh, Thanksgiving Day. Oh, cool. And Whoa. to an actual real theater. It was real cool. Um, I guess I saw Tenet already, too, but it's just, I don't know, it's really nice. It was my home theater this time, because last time we were in a different mm. town. Um, then I just, it felt so good. Even though they have Sonic the Hedgehog promotional stuff in the theater still, because they haven't gotten new promotional stuff. I'm just okay with crazy. It. So weird. Uh, <laughs> but we saw Freaky, which oh, yeah, is a that? horror movie. Freaky. That's the one with Vince Vaughn? Yeah, so uh, I, I'll, I'll start with this first because I don't want people to get the wrong idea. It is a horror movie um, in the kind of vein of Jason, Scream, um, y'all those like slasher gory films, and it is that still. Uh, so keep that in mind. It is rated R and it is gory. Um, usually not something that I, I watch, but my friend had me watch another Blumhouse movie, uh, Happy Death Day. And I really enjoyed that one. And that one was about... I've um, heard that. Yeah, you talked about it before. Yeah, so good that uh, it was... Like, every time she was... This victim was killed, uh, it started her day over. So she was trying to find the killer. So it was this horror movie, but it was also this really fun... Um, like, like... Day... What are they called? Edge of Tomorrow? Groundhog Day. Style movie. Kinda... Yeah. yeah, Groundhog's Day. And so this one kind of takes that same idea uh, in that, you know, Freaky Friday. I don't remember who were in the originals, but Lindsay Lohan did one um, quite a few years back where she traded places with her mom. So same idea. The killer murders this teenage girl and they switch places instead of dying. The little girl dying. uh, They switch. And so Vince Vaughn plays the killer. And... He's not really the killer anymore. He is this teenage high school girl. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I can't remember who played the girl. Um, but both of them did amazing in their roles. That's I gotta look good. up her name too. I gotta give her credit. Um, but yeah, so Vince Vaughn, of course, played an awesome... It kind of reminded me of Jack Black playing um, one of the girls in Jumanji. <laughs> Very similar in that. Catherine Newton. Oh. Was the other one, and Catherine mm-hmm. Newton uh, did amazing as this like serial killer guy, <laughs> but could also play the teenage. You know, it was very believable because of how well she did doing both. Um, so yeah, it's goofy, it's fun, uh, it is still gory and rated R though. So keep that in mind. Um, if that stuff mm-hmm. doesn't bother you, then um, as far as horror movies go, I liked it. I don't watch a lot of them. I watch yeah, it because Blumhouse of the humor. Some good stuff. Yeah, it's just unique. I don't know. I I even like the name Freaky instead of Freaky Friday. Um, I love Freaky Friday. Yo. So you might like this movie. <laughs> it might be worth checking out then. You might enjoy it for its comedy. I also like the song, but, but the song is incredibly inappropriate. So I won't talk about <laughs> it in this podcast. <laughs> Keep in mind that someone gets cut in half the chainsaw, and you see it all. Ooh. Not a chainsaw, a circular saw. Okay. Wow. I think someone gets killed with a chainsaw, too. It's very, like, generic in the in the murders, and the killers. Yeah, kind of like cliche deaths. But I, mm-hmm. I guess I was reading something. I didn't, like, I saw the headlines for uh, all the Easter eggs to horror movies that Freaky has, and that makes a lot of sense that it pays homage oh, cool. to a lot of that stuff. Uh, he even saw. wears like a mask in the very beginning. 
Mm. Yeah. It's cool. Alright. Um, watch commercials for it and you'll understand. Freaky. I also saw another movie. This was rated R2. What's wrong with me? I want to watch a rated PG movie <laughs> next <human>. week. <laughs> <laughs> this one I didn't watch in theaters. I don't know if it's in theaters or not. Um, but Fat Man, we talked about it on the podcast, I think, a while back. Yes. I don't know if we did or not, but it's about um, a kid hiring an assassin to kill Santa Claus. Um, and Santa Claus is a uh, pessimist who doesn't believe in the magic of Christmas anymore because his life is is going downhill because kids are going downhill, so he's got no one to give to you. Um, is that the one of Mel Gibson? It's got Mel Gibson in it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, it is. Oh, it's so good. It's so bad. Santa lacks the passion. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> um, completely self-aware, but takes itself 100% seriously. Wow. The entire time. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, I have to watch it. Like, oh man, like the assassin. Uh, he's got his own personal. I'm gonna. I'll give things away. There's not a lot of plot to it. It's real stupid. Um, <laughs> you could see no, most of the plot in the. You see most of the movie in the commercial, and I thought that was kind of a downer. Uh, I was hoping for more of a, a larger ending than we got. Um, <laughs> but the assassin didn't get what he wanted for Christmas. And he had this poor, like, childhood upbringing, and so that's why he wants to kill oh. Santa for the kid who got Cole, you see in the commercial. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. That's crazy. It's So, <laughs> Santa, he, like, he knows everybody, you know, he knows everyone's name. So I think that's in the commercial, too. He's just like, hey, Mike, how are the kids? Wife's good, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> That kind of reminds me of in the Santa Claus, how he, like, knows everybody that he's walking down the street by, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so... I don't know how to put it. It, it takes itself 100% serious. Um, all of it is, like, you're laughing at its cringiness, but it wants you to. Yeah. Sounds worth okay. it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to put it besides <laughs> that. It's not like Sharknado. Like, it's well like done um i think they like it's obviously had a smaller budget but they didn't go and try to make like really big stuff happen um everything looks realistic and that one's a little gory too because <laughs> they have a full-on gunfight at the end santa's crazy santa's like a like mountain man he's got like a boxing uh <laughs> a punching bag in his in his uh what is it barn <laughs> what the he likes cookies he's santa he really is santa <laughs> i don't know how to put i, I can't i don't know That's how to sell fine. this movie watch the trailer and the trailer is exactly what this movie is and i was really happy about it <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good uh... all right <laughs> speaking of christmas movies lj <laughs> Uh, I watched The Grinch, uh, the newest one that's just called The Grinch. It's oh, yeah. From, it's from Illumination. It came out a couple years ago. It's on Netflix. It's I like it. Bumber Snatch in it, right? <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch? Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. Yo! You said Bandersnatch pretty much, and I'm like, Bad that's what <laughs> Cucumbo! Um, Bandersnatch! 
<laughs> Cabbage yeah. Patch Kid. Um, yeah, that's him. <laughs> it, uh, it was okay. It was fine. Like, it's one of those things where I'm like, this is definitely this generation's version. Because, like, mm. the more I, when I posted about it, other people are like, hey, oh, yeah, my kids enjoy this. Like, it's okay, but my kids love it. And I'm like, well, that's cool, I guess, because, like, I mean, I had the class, the very classic original one, but then yeah. the Jim Carrey one, you know, the live action one, which that one is so hurt. weird. That's my favorite. It's so weird and creepy in <laughs> hindsight, but I, that you know, that's, you know, that's, that's the trip. one I'm, I'm attached to. And, yeah. Um, that's my favorite one. Like, even though Illumin- a lot of Illumination movies aren't great, like, I mean, there's especially the like Secret Life of Pets ones. Those movies got like destroyed by critics and stuff. But I like the animation. I like just the fun vibes those movies give off. And so this was kind of the same way. And it was a very good take. Like, like I'll be happy to see what Nintendo does with the Mario movie, regardless, because it's Illumination. I kind of watch almost everything they put out when I can. Um, yeah, the Grinch was okay though. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. Um, you brought up Mario, which allows us to segue. When you're okay. done to uh, Shelly's Nintendo thing we forgot to mention. Oh, yeah. Oh. I was just gonna... Nintendo's just being dumb again. Basically, this is my this is my weekly Nintendo Sucks update. Um, Go ahead. And I, so if you see more We Hate Nintendo <laughs> news, then you'll know what's actually going on. Basically, there was a big um, Nintendo sort of run Splatoon tournament going on. And a lot of the top teams, or just a lot of the teams in general, had their names um, that said, like, free Melee or something along the lines of supporting the Melee community. And then um, (laughs) Nintendo decided to stop streaming that. Like, the tournament was still going on, but they just said, oh, we're not going to stream it. And they didn't necessarily out front say why, but it's pretty obvious that's because of the names and the the Splatoon community supporting the Melee community. Um, And then after that, um, top four or top eight, uh, I forget which one, just some of the top teams uh, near the end of the tournament decided to um, just drop out. Um, Mm. And they basically told Nintendo like, oh, we can't participate anymore technical difficulties and they ended up just switching to a smaller grassroots um sort of community stream um and finishing the tournament there um so that's one thing is that there's a lot of solidarity now between the splatoon community and the melee community and smash community in general because splatoon showed a lot of support to smash um and they got burned for it from nintendo so now they both are standing in solidarity Ooh. of like we need to free these games and free this like competitive community because clearly nintendo just hates all competition now um and just to add fuel to the fire there were um uh etica influenced um joy con skins I yeah believe, that it, was are for, it was for a charity yeah yeah and basically and if you don't know who etica it was he was a um sort of youtuber influencer um who loved 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 um smash and loved nintendo things um but he committed suicide and um but he was just such a wholesome being and everyone loved him and um so like all the money from buying these um, Joy-Con skins, go to charity to sort of support um, sort of mental health. Um, and Nintendo's like, hey, you can't do this anymore. So that just adds fuel to the fire. Like, 
okay, now you're just being even more of a jerk because this isn't even necessarily taking money away from Nintendo. Um, Because I believe they are skins. They may be... um, they look like almost actual Joy-Cons to me. Um, like, or they, they might be, be actual Joy-Cons, but either way, it's just like, a, it's just a straight up jerk move. It's like, okay, you're deciding now to take action on these. You're deciding to um, not take action on other things. You're just specifically choosing the ones that are actually supporting charities because to, and, and because of someone who loved Nintendo and then ended up suicide. So it's just like, that's why we don't like Nintendo this week is because they aren't just letting anything go they're actively getting worse that's like <laughs> blizzard level stuff right there it's like that's how really it, bad yeah so i'm glad people are like taking a stand though like as far as the splatoon thing it sounds like they actually did something instead of like nintendo just being like we're shutting it down like everybody was actually like actively like supporting yeah. and kind of having their voice heard so i think that's cool it totally, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super cool, and also like we've noticed that Nintendo hasn't tweeted really recently. <laughs> a lot of people make memes about like their PR manager, their their social secure, their social media manager, like sweating and like not sure what to do. There's a lot I was of memes. the dude in Space Force. Yeah. Oh what yeah. Do, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? Um. But anyway, that's sort of the Nintendo drama that's been going around. It's, again, it's one of those things where, like, if Nintendo literally did nothing, it'd be better than what they're doing right now. But they're actively being trash. So, um, that's the thing. That's the thing that's happening. Cool. Yeah, that's nice. We'll see what Thank you, LJ, for bringing up Mario, because... I no, forgot. no, that's Shelly cool. I teased that, I'm, I'm... and then we didn't ever got into it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Oh no, no I'm... that's yeah. That's fine. No, yeah, I'm glad we brought that up because it, it helped me learn about what was going on. Um, but yes, the the Grinch is it's a solid movie if you like Illumination stuff. It's not anything super like amazing, but yeah, uh, I liked it. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, then we will get into the movie news. Yeah, let's Go ahead, do Jelly. it. So, um, so here's some, I guess, interesting news. It's not really something I saw coming. Um, there's going to be seven more Kingsman movies, which, hey, don't <laughs> get me wrong. I like Kingsman. Oh, I, I, I watched, I loved the first one. I think I've seen the second one and liked it. I don't quite remember if I've seen the second one. But second um, one wasn't as good to me, but it was still I was going to say, the first one was definitely better. Remember. The second one was good, but first was great. Yeah, um, but yeah, they're apparently making like seven more, um, which is weird. It's so we talked about this sort before the show, and someone brought up um, that's kind of like Fantastic Beasts. Like, hey, the first one was cool, and that's okay, but why do you need to make so many? Yeah, that doesn't really make any sense. Seven is way too many. Um, it's like Fast and the Furious just go on forever yeah and that's the problem is like they're just like hey here's this cool idea that people like let's make so many of them like (laughs) it's just weird which i guess is a little different than fantastic beasts because i think fantastic Beasts was always planned to be more than one which is really weird to me Mm -hmm. also that series is just going to crap because like Mm -hmm. johnny depp's not anymore that book that's based off of I know it's like just a less than an inch. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like how Training Dragon, but it's not how Training Dragon. How Training Dragon is actually pretty good. Um, 
Again, I like the first Fantastic Beasts. I just don't know why there's more. Um, but I'll, I'll probably ask the same questions for Kingsman when those ex- extra movies come out. Um, yeah. It's like three movies for The Hobbit. My thing with yeah. Kingsman is way worse than three movies for Hobbit. It's got bugger. so much personality that like that's gonna run out because like yes. I can see I can see the point of a prequel like a, the prequel coming out like yes. I think that's cool but like sense. beyond that it's like you're just gonna wear out this personality that these movies have yeah for sure I feel like the first one got really popular because it was so sort of like unexpected and mm-hmm. people saw it and they're like oh wait this is actually really cool I didn't see this coming. Um, et cetera, et cetera. Like, it's very mm. unique. You're totally right there. And it has a lot of personality. And I do agree that I think stretching it into so, so many movies is really going to run it dry. And I don't know how they can make that entertaining. Um, yeah. But Hollywood sucks. So, <laughs> yep. speaking of Hollywood sucks, well, I don't know. Maybe you have different opinions <laughs> on this than me. <laughs> Um, but Oscar Isaac is gonna be a solid snake in a. I think it looks great. Metal Gear Solid movie. I don't think it's a good call. <laughs> I don't think it's. A I good don't call. understand what, how, what this movie's gonna be, but so, I. Uh, I just Isaac don't think making like a movie is a good call. Okay, number one, those games are nobody even understand what's going on in the games half the time. So, so what's the movie's movie probably do? not gonna be much better. I agree. Um, I what if you have to necessary. pause the movie for it to work? Or, or, change the or, controllers or, in the or game. like, sync up a second remote or something. No, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> you need a memory. So card. few people understood what? that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it's it, that game, that game was, no, I mean, the story was just weird. Weird sci-fi stuff. But so weird, then there's yeah. the stuff that I was referencing. It's like, there's a boss fight where you have to plug in the second controller uh, it like reads your memory card. And yeah, says, oh, yeah. You like this game, don't you? And you're like, ah! yes. <laughs> you can't yeah. get that visceral experience out of a movie. Come on. Yeah, but <laughs> it's the story itself is so bonkers. Um, my brother and I were talking about this over the weekend. You've and... really been watching The Office. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be crazy. Um. So. I, don't, I mean, he's been in stuff, like, as far as, like, Star Wars and then, like, X-Men, I guess. But he's been in a bunch of other really random things. Like, I think he was in that Ex Machina movie. He's been in some older TV shows. Like, to me, I, like, most people only know Star Wars. And then, like, maybe X-Men, if you know, for people who actually watched that movie, uh, the Apocalypse movie. Because uh, he played Apocalypse for, that. that's just so wild to me. Um... So I, I personally, oh, he's, he is going to be in Dune, I guess. Um, which I forgot about that. Um, but and we that just Star don't Wars really... show about Rogue One. What? About Wait. Rogue One. What? Wasn't he in Rogue One? Am I thinking of the wrong guy? No, I'm thinking of the wrong guy. No, that's a different guy. <laughs> that's a different guy. I don't uh, remember who, I don't remember the actor I'm thinking of. I'll find out. Keep like going. I'll, I'll find out what I was talking um, about. Yeah, so, uh. I don't know. I just, I don't think I anyone has seen him in enough things to really know whether he's a good actor or not. Like, if anything, this is going to be a B movie. Like, I just don't think it's going to be anything special. I'm just... I was thinking of Diego Luna, who played Cassian yeah. Andor oh. in Rogue One. That's what I had just said. Yeah, Diego, Diego Luna. Yeah. I think I just want. 
I don't know. I don't know what the answer is necessarily, but I think they, they're just choosing all the wrong things to make into movies, I feel like. I guess... Does Kojima have his hands in it at all? I know he doesn't in the video games. Well, he might. Uh, I know Kojima's how... trying to work on like his own movie studio. Make Death Stranding the movie. That'd be easy. <laughs> that would be um, make PT the movie. So, <laughs> it depends on how much Konami is involved. <laughs> because it, Because if Konami's involved, then Kojima might not be. Um, but it's one of those things where Oscar Isaac did say, I guess, one of his... If you like one of the things he would like to do would would be a Metal Gear movie. So if he knows his stuff, then maybe he'll tr- he'll treat the role properly, I guess. And if the director knows their stuff, then maybe the two can make this thing work. Yeah. But it mm-hmm. also depends on how the studio is going to treat it, what the studio wants about it, uh, because you can do some crazy special effects and really cool stuff with a lot of the characters and in that in the in that movie. Or just um, give them a cardboard box. Oh, they have to have that somewhere. <laughs> they have to. They have to. That's got to uh, be a nod or an Easter egg. Kojima doesn't have his hands in it as of. So, I, I assumed he would. what we know so far. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, video game movies. We talked about that. Don't have to be bad. But I feel like they're they're choosing all the wrong games to make movies from. Or they're doing mm-hmm. it, they're approaching it the wrong way. So it's yes. like like Tomb Raider and Solid Snake and games that already have, like, are very relatively story-based, I would say. Um, yeah, cinematic. It's like, it's kind of weird to make a movie from that because you're basically making the same thing. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I feel like you'd find more success from taking a franchise or series and then using those ideas in that world and creating a new um, story out of it. Mm-hmm. Which is successful in Detective Pikachu again somehow mm-hmm. somehow that movie is slaps a little bit somehow Sonic somehow is good and I don't Sonic. even know exactly why. it's like yeah they're actually as as kind of weird as those movies are they actually do I think what needs to be done with video game movies they took this idea and they took something that's familiar to people and sort of put a twist on it they kind of like made it a different story. Um, I think they need to do less of copying the same story because I just feel like it'll be really. I mean, I, they can make an original story with Solid Snake, I guess, but it's gonna. I feel like it would be weird. Um, and then same like yeah, Joe. <laughs> but then like Monster <laughs> yeah, we've Hunter, had this discussion before. Monster Joe's Hunter movie not agreeable. The Monster Hunter thing. That's right. That's terrible. the newer game movie that's coming out. Because yeah. yeah, that there they're taking this idea and making an original thing out of it, but it looks terrible. They're literally taking everything. They're, they're, they're there's no like respect to the source material from what we've seen so far. Yeah. I still think Kingslave is one of the best adaptions I've seen. And that was very like intentional in the way that they did everything. Yeah. And it was also an animated thing as well. It was also animated, which, Hey, let's bring animation back. I want a Metroid prime movie or Metroid movie. And I want a Zelda anime. Please and thank you. I'll give you money. So will everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just like, how can you... That Monster Hunter thing upsets me in particular. I'm like, you take this very, very cool world with cool monsters and cool ideas and you slap in extremely boring military stuff we've seen in a hundred different movies. Yeah. So, yeah. Then, so then my question is, 
I guess this this could be it for the conversation, but how far are they going to go back? Because there's all this lore about Snake even before Metal even before like the first Metal Gear, like yeah. Metal Gear Solid 3 and 5 are like prequels. Uh, and so it's just cool. like I don't even know what don't know the heck what they're they gonna can do. do. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. I feel like they're going to make something stupid no matter what. Stupid <laughs> is what Metal Gear does. Yeah. yeah. I want something that adds to it. I don't need an origin story for him or anything. Yeah. Like Uncharted might be. <laughs> yeah. Because that's another well, one. That'll be cool, though, because we didn't really got in gotten an origin right i guess in the game true. in the game in the games we've, got, gear, we've got prequels. in the games we've gotten pieces of origin stuff from got Uncharted. It. okay yeah. that's a little different i haven't played that series so i just kind of assume but... but like metal gear you've kind of seen his beginnings i feel like yes and no i, I think um as, yeah i mean as much as i've played i don't know if it's yeah there's definitely been prequels and that right. story gets so wild mm-hmm. but uh King Flav is the best video game movie Let's of all time. Move it's on. not that great of a movie. It's just good concept. Okay, I'm done. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> move on to our last news because I know we're already pretty far into the podcast. Um, but Whoa! Don't I look at it, time. Cody. We're getting there. <laughs> that's fine. And that's it for the podcast. Thank okay? you for coming. I'm just kidding. Oh we'll keep going. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have one last week. We didn't have one last it's week. Fine. It's fine. Um, it's just double duty. What happened? Uh... So HBO Max released their uh, sort of schedule for what movies they're going to be putting on the uh, streaming service, which is cool and all. You know, you got everything. you got the Suicide Squad, you got um, Kong related stuff, you got yes. you got stuff that um, Legendary is upset with. Basically, yes. they they've put some stuff on their on their schedule. You know, Legendary related movies and legendary did not they were like weren't told about this to like hey wait 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 you're you're streaming this stuff now you're streaming <laughs> on these days like you need to talk to us first so um i think they're actually like pursuing legal action yep mm-hmm. which is crazy like well i feel like you should communicate that stuff first <laughs> but i guess they're just very eager to be like we're gonna have these movies and you get to watch them and you want our streaming service and give us money i don't know i guess i don't really know what happened but it's mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like hbo or not hbo but warner bros owns legendary yeah legendary has their own like ceo and production company and everything and, yes mm-hmm. um they own dune too yeah God. kong and dune yeah i need so to I'm like the list here Godzilla. Suicide Squad, August 6th. Dune. This is so weird that it's so late. Uh, oh no, these are just all over the place. Never mind. Dune, October 1st. King Richard, Matrix 4. Um, there's a bunch of them here that I don't know. The Matrix! I, I Mortal Tom Kombat. And Jerry. Yeah. Uh, Tom, Tom and Jerry, Jerry looks fun. Bunch of stuff I don't care about. Tom and Jerry. Um, Godzilla yeah, vs. Like Kong. Godzilla the Conjuring. Kong and... The Devil Made Me Do It. Okay. Uh, and Space Jam! Space Jam. Come on and jam. And welcome to the jam. <laughs> Come on and I still think that should have been a different sport. What? Yeah. We've seen basketball. You could have made it like football or baseball or something. It would have been fun. But you can't. What? Yeah. <laughs> They're five man. It's a five man team. It's perfect. 
I would have really loved Looney Tunes play football. Or baseball. No. Work, I guess, but... Baseball. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so these are all still... So the thing that I think had to get clarified is that these things are, are still coming to limited theaters, right? Yeah. I so I'll watch literally... them in the theater. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I'm still like I think Kong is the only one I'm going to go out of my way to a theater to go see because I cannot imagine my first experience with that movie on my television. Yeah. So I thought about and... the the first Kong or uh, Godzilla movie they made for this thing, and then I got eight minutes screen time at that IMAX theater of the King of Monsters, and I was real mad. Are you talking about the 2014 one or the newest one? Uh, I think 2014. Yeah, 2014. Yes, because the King of the Monsters was like all monster most of the time. Oh, yeah, like, I just mean the movie Godzilla had eight minutes of Godzilla, yes. and I went to an yes. IMAX theater to see him is like life size as possible. I'm that was a really cool eight minutes though. <laughs> yes, <laughs> as he walked oh, past the bridge. I no, I just I love that shot though when he like opens the mouth of that one and just breathes fire down him. I was like, yeah, oh! that's cool. <laughs> I the newest one, newest Godzilla movie, gives me a lot more hope for and Kong. Kong was good too, uh, mm-hmm. for this movie. I'm so excited. Yeah. King Kong who, who versus Godzilla. The Although you know they're gonna fight some other monster in the up. end. Oh yeah, yeah, but I'm okay with it. But it's, do you think Godzilla or Kong? I don't know. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. Like, yeah. I mean, Godzilla in the original is just raw, raw power. Kong is weak against thunder. Yeah. Um, it's just because there's a thunderstorm. They're gonna do something different. Um, yeah. So I mean, that was like one of my like that was my original like exposure to Godzilla was was King Kong versus Godzilla, and so that's why I'm so excited for that one. Yeah. So you remember. They're in the middle yes. of the forest. They're like, oh no, Kong hates I thunderstorms. Even, I even watched that movie again a couple years ago because I did like a whole boxing style tale of the tape article on our website when I heard this was coming out. Like, So <laughs> I've been cool. waiting forever since I wrote that article. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, all right, we need to we move on now that on. I've seen the time. Uh, we've all seen Mandalorian. Yes. I, I don't think we can say anything at this point. No, it's, it's watch to it. that point of the season where every episode that's coming out, you really need to be careful about what you see on the internet because the same with the last one, uh, or sort of the, the, yeah. the one before this this before that. Uh, most yes. recent one, um, it's just going to be full. Craziness. There's going to be spoilers everywhere, so just be careful because we only have like two more episodes left. So man it's it is getting there it is big spoiler time energy but also uh big hype big big like, exciting yeah like it's gonna be it's fun to watch um there's cool so stuff bad. happening but yeah we're not gonna there's only like two more episodes like one or two yes. more right yep yeah two episodes so it's like there's no more filler <laughs> filler doesn't exist <laughs> in this show anymore um mm-hmm. it is all big by big boy plot so yeah big boy plot so good big boy tension big boy Oh, what's gonna happen? So, yeah. Cool. All right, go ahead, LJ. Um, TV. So my th- my thing is it um it'll be kind of more of a plug um, but uh so I I talked a little bit about the movie earlier because I was on an episode of the Victims and Villains podcast and talked about the Selena movie, but the series yes. came to Netflix this week and 
so with the other guest he's like yo like we we can only do it sunday so can you watch all this uh before sunday and it was friday and it was like (laughs) i knew it came out friday so my mom and i binged the show in like two days we watched all nine episodes wow um i i enjoyed it um but um for further i mean i'll share some links on twitter and stuff but for further thoughts um uh, I'll, I'll share the link to that episode because i uh, i returned to that podcast to talk about this as well and uh, again it's a really cool biography it's it does a lot to instead of the movie which was a very highlight reel this kind of gets down to the details about the family especially it's nice. not just about her Ooh. And I, I enjoyed a lot of the story arcs uh, with the uh, about the rest of the family as well. So it was good. That's super it wasn't cool. like it wasn't like amazing, but it was good. Yeah, I'm glad because I heard that it came out, but so I wanted to mm-hmm. get someone's opinion on it. So I'm glad you watched. Yeah, there it's yeah. It, it is low budget. You'll be able to see that pretty clearly, but they did a lot of great stuff with the budget they had. There's some stuff towards the end of the season that like you could tell is just straight up low budget, but it's fine. I had those like drum beats like stuck in my head too because it kind of goes into like how the music was produced and like how the brother like came up with the songs so he'd have some of those drum beats that I would just have stuck in my head throughout the day cool yep awesome. and how's yeah. Doctor Who treating you Shelly oh yeah it's great uh, we watched a lot this weekend so we finished season five we started season six we're um a couple episodes into season six at this point so amy pond's awesome rory's amazing and <laughs> and i love them rory's love great them and i think it's so cool how um like season six now and i guess the story was started a little bit in season five but like really into season six like it's super cool i think to have the doctor to have these two companions like these two married companions i think that's really cool because there's not like there's still obviously this really close um relationship between just amy and the doctor like they're they're best friends they're very close um and have this very special relationship but it's not like it's explicitly not romantic because we got rory who's also just very important he's not just a a person who's there like he does important things so um i think that's a really cool dynamic that's very different than um i guess past seasons there's always been like this kind of question mark of like oh will the companion fall for the doctor this time and like that's i guess i think that's why i also really loved donna so much was because like donna was straight up like no you man you're an alien and i i'm not about that and they just but they still act like a married couple which is amazing um have you does the man who waited mean anything to you yet? Uh, I think, well, maybe. I feel like there's an episode maybe called that later. Well, basically, okay. I think I know what you might be referring to, but just in case, I don't want to, like, say okay. it's about Romans. I don't want to spoil anything for you. Huh? It's about yes. Romans? Yes. 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 Okay. You know, I saw that for sure. So good. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah, it's, and I think I'm getting to the point, though, with the show now, where it's, like, I think sort of the David Tennant seasons, I, it was still absolutely ridiculous. Um, there were still times in which I sort of came back to, like, oh, no, maybe this could happen. Maybe. And then they would, like, do something kind of ridiculous, but I'm, like, 
maybe this could happen. I feel like all that's kind of out the window now with this doctor. Like everything is just completely chaotic and completely ridiculous. And, just, <laughs> and they, they don't really want to explain things. They're just like, oh, timey wimey crap. It's like, <laughs> he literally okay. is like, nope. You actually, like this. before they at least attempted to explain it, right? Like it was a terrible explanation, but they at least tried. And now they're like not even trying, which is, I think kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I'm still enjoying it uh, for sure. We're, we're kicking our way through season six. It was fun to actually see a Christmas episode during Christmas time. The, the one we watched for that season was uh, the... It's the strangest interpretation of A Christmas Carol I've ever seen. It's steampunk. It has fish. Ooh. A lot of fish. It's very strange. Yeah. It was a good episode, but I was also... <laughs> and also there's Dumbledore. Dumbledore's in it. So that also threw me off. Um, oh, the actor. The actor, for, yes. Okay, I was like... It was so oh. funny. I didn't even recognize his face. I recognized his voice. I'm like, is that the actor who plays Dumbledore? And Daniel looked up and he's like, oh yeah, it's him. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, the later one, by the way. I know there's two Dumbledores. I mean, I mean the one that started in Prisoner of Azkaban. But, um... No, I'm still I'm still enjoying it. It's definitely weird. This, this doctor's incredibly chaotic compared to David Tennant's um but that's fine that's cool that's very fine with me so that's that's how i'm doing um river song cool. is cool but she's very sad which makes me sad yeah she knows what's gonna happen <laughs> oh, <but he> doesn't <laughs> anyway we can move on yeah <laughs> i uh the only other thing I watched is I've watched this before, but Forge and Fire is now on Netflix. Um, it's really weird because it's just like season six, and I don't know if it's actually season six or if they just put a bunch of episodes uh, on. But if you don't know what Forge and Fire is, it is a show where they make knives and then they make swords. Oh yeah, um, it's a reality show. I yeah, I watched for a long time a YouTube show called. Uh, man at arms and they would take they would make fantasy blades yes and they still do that i think they're working on another season of that even um so i've i've always kind of like been interested in watching these and this is kind of just a continuation of that they turn into like a game show basically totally different company um but baltimore sword and knife or knife and sword whatever they're called uh from man at arms like the company that makes that youtube show did get one of their guys in fortune fire um, yeah so that was really cool that episode i haven't seen on this season but you can find it on hmm. um on the internet if you look for it figure out which episode it is and if you have history i'm sure you could look it up so so as this has been on netflix for a while it's not a brand, a brand new thing or is it just a new season uh the netflix thing is weird because it's only season six but that means that there's been at least six years of it oh okay so it I feel like I'd heard of it. Maybe it's maybe it was on another network somewhere or something. History. It was on History Channel. Oh, okay. Maybe that's yeah. where I've been so, seeing ads as well because my stepdad watches a lot of History Channel. Makes sense. It was coming out. I started watching it because uh, it was coming out after Vikings. So a Viking episode, mm. Vikings episode would come out and then immediately after it would be uh, oh, okay. them making knives from like crazy stuff. Like they tear a car apart to make one of their knives for one of the episodes. <laughs> super cool um and everyone's like there's there's one guy who's he's kind of grumpy but the judges are all super nice for the most part and then the people that are making the knives are always like super helpful um 
I was watching them take apart the car specifically, uh, but it's throughout the show. And they literally, they were, they all had to use the coils because that was the best. They all decided to use the coils in the car because that was the best mm. steel. Uh, and so they were literally working together to get the steel off the car and split it oh. up between them because. That's cool. Yeah. So it was like they were competing against each other and like one of them could have been like, nope, I got the torch. Sorry. Uh, but they were actually like teamed up working together to get something done. And I've seen other people, they've like, oh, if you do it this way, it's going to work a lot better for you. Um, and like help each other. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. I've seen them like, you know, super supportive when they're, uh, they do a bunch of tests with the knives and things, make sure they're sharp and stuff. Huh. They're like, good job, man. You did really great. It's a weird atmosphere. I like it. Um, yeah. Yeah. If that sounds interesting, it's on Netflix. Uh, like I said, it's a weird season. I almost feel like they just kind of threw their favorite episodes into one thing. Um, <laughs> but it could be. It could be a season. Um, you don't need to... Like, each episode is its own competition, so you don't need to watch it. Right. Uh, like, from first season, or you don't even need to watch the beginning of a season. It's like watching, like, Chopped or something, like, where it's just the contained... Oh, maybe yeah. not. Maybe chopped is longer. I don't know. They're all reruns to me, anyway. So, but yeah. but it, but yeah, I understand. It's. I'm trying to think of other style. ones. There was a car. It might have been chopped. Uh, I've seen things where they like build a car in three days or whatever. Oh, I was talking about uh, the, cook, the cooking show, Chopped. Oh, Chopped! I love I was saying, that show. Or 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 almost like uh, Beat Bobby Flay or something, where it's yeah. like one singular oh, like deal. There was I a. I much, but I do. Car. <laughs> reality show that i watched for a little while i think on netflix too um where it was kind of like pimp my ride but they were they had like oh like three days to build the car and they'd have to like mm. put an engine in the car um like within a few hours it would be like this crazy timed thing that they had to do huh. uh, i can't remember the name of that show but anyways kind of like that where each episode is its own there's a winner at the end of each one Cool. cool stuff they make that first knife in three hours um, <laughs> yeah and then they get four days to make their swords and it's always in that situation it's oh, like okay. they make the knife and then they get judged on whether or not they actually made a knife or not um, and if they did then they can put a handle on it uh, and oh, then cool. they go yeah um, then they go through a series of tests and then someone will go home from that so you have two people gone home then and then it's usually four and the last two get four days in their at their house to make a sword. Oh, cool. And they bring that back and they test the sword. Cool. Yeah, if you uh, you find that interesting, you can check it out on Netflix now. I think it's cool. I've been watching it just kind of whenever. Uh, but we get into the TV news. This is such a long podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need some Red Bull. I need some coffee. Um, speaking of things... That are that are dying down. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, <laughs> Quibi, no longer well, a thing. <laughs> you're kind of just driving the knife in some more after I talked about it the first time. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> Quibi is no more. If you you can download the app still, but if you try to log in, uh, you get an error because it's over. Um, just just in case anybody cared, I guess. Yeah, Quibi episodes are even shorter now. Uh, and by shorter, I mean non-existent. <laughs> oh, man. But 
the only reason I wanted to bring this up again, I think it's really interesting, is that um, there's no confirmation whether or not any of their content got bought from anyone. And I this is the Kevin kind of... Hart thing. Huh? I want to. I wanted to watch the Kevin Hart thing. Like, hopefully, somewhere. Yeah, I kind of wish they would throw everything up on YouTube and make a YouTube channel or something, just That'd with the cool. stuff that they have. Um, and I don't know if licensing they can do that or not, but like, right, right. I never checked out Quibi, and now I will never be able to watch anything on that platform i think about that with netflix is like i can't imagine things on netflix just not being able to be watched again um, i'm sure a lot of netflix big enough that a lot of that stuff is mirrored and so you'd be able to find it somehow yeah. um legally or otherwise um mm-hmm. but like there's a show called marco polo that i don't think ever got uh blu-ray releases of and so like that would just be non-existent huh. anymore um crazy to me that Mm -hmm. all that content is just gone yeah uh so we'll see i don't know um hopefully you weren't investing in quibi and listening to this oh yeah (laughs) yeah it's just like i know lots of covid like like anna kendrick and stuff like they made a bunch of stuff on there that's very weird but at the same time i feel like that's something they wanted to do it sort of gave them that mm-hmm. nice audience and that nice opportunity to to kind of do what they actually want. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, now they don't even get that. I mean, I'm still... Quibi, I think, was always bad, honestly. Oh, yeah. It's at the same time. It's kind of like, I do think they definitely should move that stuff that's there somewhere. Because, you know, I'm sure some people enjoyed that stuff, right? And it would be kind of sad if you just couldn't Archive find it, it somewhere, yeah. 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 For the sake of history. Purposes. Right. That's like, there is a show called, I think it was Kings and Prophets or something. And it was about the book of Samuel in the Bible. And it was very serious. Um, And so a lot of people, uh, like they were even advertising it, I think, uh, or at least news places were reporting it as the Christian Game of Thrones. Uh, So it was very like dark and edgy. And so a lot of Christians didn't like it because it was like too edgy for people. I remember hearing about that. Uh, and you can't find that anywhere. I mean, there's only two episodes of it that were released. The rest of it didn't even come out. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, you'd have to really dig to find episodes. I, I tried and couldn't find them. Uh, mm-hmm. And I really liked that first episode. I wish that would have continued. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these are things that were done. I mean, Quibi, like, actually released things, and they're not they're not there. We've talked about this with, like, game preservation and stuff. It's kind of the same topic. Yeah, definitely. As streaming becomes more and more, like, we need some hard copies of the stuff somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't have to own it, but, it, like, it, someone needs to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we were talking about the History Channel. I should have segued that way. That would have been awesome. Uh, <laughs> I was talking about Vikings. So, History Channel and the creator of Vikings, Michael Hurst, um, are making a miniseries. And I think it's going to be really cool. It's about the plague, the bubonic plague um, from the 17th century. It'll take place in London, 1665. Uh, And it'll just be kind of like, you know, about society as it was then. And I think in this day and age, it's topical and very interesting. Um, And I also really like Vikings. And so (laughs) I would hope that it'll kind of have that feel. Like, I think that as a show. Um, yeah. I like Vikings. And so 
that storytelling I think would be really cool for learning about the bubonic plague because I don't really know much about it except that it happened and that it was right bad. right yeah I, I think it might be a little too close to home in some cases and also very dark but also mm -hmm. yes like you I kind of find the idea fascinating yeah and yeah, I probably I mean, wouldn't have found it interesting if it wasn't for the pandemic we're going through now that's true it reminds me of um remember what was it innocence I think that's what it was called innocence the it was about the plague, but it was, like, very over-dramatized. It was not, like, like there were rats everywhere. Did I you guys know. play that game? Okay. Oh, Plague Tale! That's yeah, what it's called. Yeah. That's what yeah. it's called. Wasn't that about the Bubonic Plague? Kind of, yeah. I think I it mean, was. There was more layers to it than the plague, but yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. I never finished it, but, okay. uh, yeah, that's a really good video game, actually. That's what I've heard, yeah. Yes. When you said innocence, I, I was pandemic. like, "That's <laughs> what I thought it was." But yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I was trying to figure out if you were talking about a show or a movie. And then whenever you, said yeah, that, I was I like, was "This like, sounds like a book." Oh, rats. There were so many rats. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I don't know. I think that it would be. It'll be interesting. Mm. That comes out. I think it was just announced, so it'll probably be a while. Next year at some point, probably. Yeah. The show will be called The Plague Year. Mm, Not just okay. The Plague. Like, I keep thinking it will be. Oh, I was going to say, I remember what I was going to say now. Um, the Last Kingdom talked about The Plague for a little bit, but they did a very, like, poor job of it. It was just kind of a weird storytelling um, Because that was, like, 1700-something, maybe after, right? Yeah, I think so. I can't remember what they even called it in uh, The Last Kingdom, because it wasn't the plague. It was the sickness. Yeah. They okay. had the sickness. Um, and so, I, yeah, I don't know about time period, uh, if it was okay. accurate or not, but it was just kind of like this weird storytelling device that they used that hmm. seemed very random. But I guess the disease is very random, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then the last bit of news... This is a rumor. I probably should have started with this. Disney is possibly combining Hulu and Disney Plus, uh, giving Disney Plus more content. It makes sense to me. Uh, I know that Disney likes to use Disney as this kind of family-friendly um, PG-13-esque uh, symbol. But as Disney starts to own the world, <laughs> I feel like it makes sense for them to kind of expand upon that a little bit and have Disney kind of redefined like Warner Bros., this sounds weird to me. It almost sounds like the DC Universe HBO Max kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is a little weird. Um, I don't think the two can really be in one, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. It's I don't see them connecting together well because isn't Disney Plus like they don't want any like rated R content on their platform or any like super. Like, well, they didn't. I think if they get Hulu that'll change if they combine yeah hulu. there's no way that they will combine hulu and like get rid of all of the rated r stuff mm. uh yeah. i think it'll just kind of redefine what disney plus is for people uh, another thing to note though too and i don't know how this all works is like this rumor that they're combining disney doesn't own all of hulu they just own most of it that's true that's true so they'd have to buy the rest of it or just completely 
pull out of it, which I can't imagine they would do that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know what all that looks like. Yeah, whatever gets Super them the most money, I'm sure, is what they'll do. Yep. Man, I love corporations. Capitalism, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're just so good. I love it so much. And I don't believe in sarcasm. <laughs> whatever pays the mouse the most. And I guess we'll end the podcast there. Are you guys geeking out about anything else this week? No. Uh, no. Uh-uh. All right. Well, we did have a Discord question uh, from our Discord, and we we're going to suspense you and answer it next week. Um, and that is what is our favorite Christmas movie. So think about it for next yeah. week. Yeah, we're a little. <laughs> we've gone on a little long. It's so we'll, we'll say yeah. We are thirty yeah. minutes over our normal time, so I think it's, it's fine. time to get on out of here. Um, mm. We'll do it next week. If you want to ask us questions, you can also do that uh, again through our Discord with the GG Cast Questions uh, channel. You can find our Discord on our website, geeksundergrace.com. Shelly, where can mm. I find you at? You can find me on Twitter at the Shellshock Twenty Four, and you can also find me on Tuesday nights. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> I'm good. At twitch.tv slash Yes. And LJ. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at WarHeroLJ and Instagram uh, at WarHeroLJ underscore GT. And also streaming on twitch.tv slash Grace. I will be streaming starting Friday, Bug Snacks. Ooh. And you can find yeah. me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.